They're guys. They do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 61. Look at Doug. He's looking good. We got Jace. Mighty fine. What's up, guys? What's Welcome up, back everyone? to the podcast, the podcast where we have Jason Marr, the magician. Uh, we have Doug Conn, the magician. And we have Josh Norbido, the illusionist, to separate himself from the pack. Yeah. See you, fellas. Much less views. <laughs> I got to say, Doug, you were, looking, uh, you were looking mighty fine over there with that setup. It's looking good. Yeah, really I had good. work done over the weekend, so... It yeah. turned out pretty good. Had some Botox. Need, needed stuff. it, man. Yeah, peg on the back of the head. I've been putting that. I've been putting that effort there. in. Yeah. Was that just in time for the uh, the magic lecture that you did? You got the work done right before the. Uh, no, I spent all the money on the work afterwards as part of the upgrade investment towards the new year. I took. I parlayed those dozens of dollars I made in Florida and uh, got some Botox shots. Makes Feeling sense. pretty good about it. This is good. Hey, thanks everyone who's in the chat already. If you're not watching this live, we run this live so you can ask questions along the way. We've got Scotty P, who is not usually here live, but he made it. We appreciate it. Bob Possible, as always, and uh, Oscar, get hyped. So, yeah, we have a great guest today. Uh, I am hyped. Someone... I'm actually hyped. Like, I yeah. usually <laughs> am hyped anyway, but I'm very hyped today. So when you said, hey, we got a cool guest, you, you, up, you extra hyped me. Yeah, look, very, very fortunate for this guy to have some time in his schedule. Um, we've all yeah, he's all, all right. He's not bad. Um, yeah. all magi's have have. <laughs> ev- everyone's seen his face, you know. Everyone's learned from him, but maybe not had uh, the conversations that we're going to share with him now. So, without the brief interactions we've had prior to this, like just talking for fifteen minutes, setting up, he's a great spirit. So, I really hope you guys get a kick out of this. Yeah, here we go. Let's bring on... Unfurl the red carpet. (laughs) Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, he is an American magician, creator, and right arm man for the Penguin Magic, the biggest magic shop in the world. It's Nick Macapo, ladies and gentlemen. What? Thank you, guys. I love all these sound effects. I feel like... Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, we've got nothing but the best. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah wow yeah, yeah. thanks for having me everybody big fan love the show can't believe i'm here yeah hey <laughs> thanks and for joining us nick, man. we're actually very grateful to have you here yeah, yeah no. and nick uh he gets the 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 award for actually having a great camera and uh podcast <laughs> set up for your enjoyment as well i know, oh, I, wow. you know I just have to have it so uh i'm glad i'm just glad to use it i don't even use it all that often <laughs> We were talking earlier, so Nick's camera is better than ours, and he said, "We're like, oh, what camera are you using?" And he's like, "Oh, this is just my personal one." As yeah, if like we have, camera. it's not good yeah. enough for business. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good camera though. I was just checking out the specs on it, man. The one twenty yeah. FPS and Canon, Canon, Canon EOS R. You know, it's a mirrorless one. I don't know. It, I mean, it's they've got crazier ones than this, that's for sure. But we get by with a lot less over at um. Yeah, I think uh, you know, it, I mean, we use the EOS M fifties. So mm-hmm. we're using like bottom line stuff. All I'm three of us. How how much of it is the lens versus the camera? Like how I'm like learning every day. You probably mm. you probably know. I don't know a ton. It. Like I, I have to yeah. use cameras like all the time. But yeah, funny right. enough, I I barely know more than the average person. Um, all well, I know about my just- yeah. My mm. lens is kind of just the standard 35 millimeter. It's like right. the stock 35. So it's mm. I mean, to me it looks yeah. damn good. So. 
Yeah, Nick, we've got a uh, we've it got a <clears throat> we've got a friend in the bu- building who was just on a previous episode. Chris, Member he loves of the your, your uh, yeah. He's l- actively learning your pinky trick right now. Oh, that's great! That's he's great. getting pretty good at it. He was showing was, us. On that the was podcast. my last penguin purchase. The last thing I bought from Penguin Magic was your <laughs> pinky trick. So you've got oh, some yeah. of my money, Mister Lapalco. All right. Which, yeah. which pinky trick are we talking about? Which pinky trick is it? Well, oh, is yeah. it one where you take where you take it off? Yeah, okay. yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, hold All on. Right. Maybe maybe uh, he can show the viewers. I don't know. Yeah, we well, might be there. I have to stand up to do it here. Hold on. Let me... Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. yeah, little, yeah, little front shot for the viewers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh... What? Oh, what? Oh, oh my! Oh man! Oh, that was very smooth. What the heck? Damn. You could have two left hands to do that one, right? No, a long yeah, time just... before I feel like I'm ready to put that trick on camera. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that looks beautiful, man. Yeah. What I mean, heck? Mayor Mayor Yedid stuff is so good. That I don't know if, how much you've seen Mayor's. Do you remember Mayor's oh, on the team? I mean, I grew up watching him, you know, in the day. He was Josh winning Jason? competitions with that act back in no, the I don't evening. know. He used to, I mean, Mayor would... He did all the talk show circus, toured the world just with his hand. He'd just stand up on stage and make each finger disappear one at a time, you know, doing, um, you know, so he was really the uh, kind of the, not pioneered behind this stuff, but first person to ever make it. Well, like, come on, really, he kind of was. He published yeah. that book, Finger Fantasies. Yeah, that, yeah. That was I mean, the first thing that was on the market, I think. Right? right? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, have, I love that book. It's like sitting over here. But um, yeah, just the, the, the thought that you could just, tour the world with like your seven minutes or three minutes with just your fingers is it's like where's your act yeah right here but then what happened he gets in a car accident oh, and loses amazing. fingers uh, do, do you guys know this story at all it's crazy. no please tell us well i mean like you should have ask bear to come on he'd probably come on he's a cool guy but he'd um, be a good guest yeah he, I, know, um, I know mayor i could chat, yeah. chat him up yeah yeah he's got stories man um he's but, a great great a great dealer. He's a great magician. Mayor's a yeah. good for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, the sh- well, short and long of it is he just, you know, he became famous doing an act where he made his fingers vanish one at yeah, a time. He won, oh. he won the national conventions with that act. He was winning yeah. the SAM national and he might have won multiple national conventions with that finger act. Yeah. At 18 or 19. He was so young. He, he, he looks so good too. And when you watch the old clips of him, it's amazing. He's got yeah. so much charisma, but yeah, got in a car crash and lost his ring finger, severed his ring finger off. So if you see him now, he's only got four fingers on one hand, but he'll tune you up because <laughs> he'll show you a finger routine where he actually doesn't have a finger, right? So um, wow, yeah. ask him to see finger stuff. He's one of my favorite magicians. He's so good. So what was his name just for the viewers? It's Mayor Yedid. Um, spelled- M-E-I-R. Yeah. Mayor. M-E-I-R Yedid. Y-E-D-I-D. Yedded from New My magic.com. M Y magic. My magic.com. So anyway, back on M-E- track. M-E-I-R. <laughs> what have you been up to lately with the with the state of the world the way that it is? Has it affected you and your business and your work and magic and all that sort of stuff? Or have you found it has pushed you into new my, my job, yeah, no, I mean like my what I do is you know, we all got our own different setups when it comes to magic right and oh yeah for me i mean my job is uh pitching magic tricks on the internet right so my job never kind of really went away now just, prior to prior to covid would you have said that's your job or were you would you said more you're a counter guy 
Uh, probably more of a pitchman, right? Like, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I cut my teeth down at Universal Studios. Oh, in so you Orlando. went through the trenches then? Yeah, what company the was that for? Theater Magic. Theater um, Magic, huh? And it wasn't a counter job. It was. It was like a. Sh it was, was framed the, as an amusement in the show in the park. Are these the guys that have the Great Hall of Magic now in Orlando? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Smart company, I think. So yeah. it was like if you were just a tourist in Universal Studios, you would see a sign for a magic show. You'd yeah. go into a theater, had 30 seats. You sat down and somebody came out and did a full 15-minute show. Uh, there was a pitch at the end of the show, but for all intents and purposes, it was a magic show. Um, so you can, of course, buy all the things in the show. But I was doing... And I didn't know any better because up until that point, I'd really never done any performance magic outside of the bar. But um, oh, I was doing 15 to 25 shows a day, uh, just <laughs> yeah. nonstop. Yeah, every day. I used to work for Magic Masters and, and uh, Tourist Mall, right? We did mm -hmm. the same thing, you know. And what a great learning resource, right? Yeah. What a great way to get your uh, sea legs for you know, <sighs> learning human. Right? It's just, just things you can't learn any other way. And, yeah. uh, yeah. it's, it's one of the sadnesses for for losing so many magic shops over you know the last couple of decades is that youth of you know coming up don't have these opportunities. Right. You know, right. I guess I guess there's still those tourist areas, and those are still a good resource to get those get that time. You know. Yeah. That stage time. Yeah. Well, the one thing that I that I like to do with 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 what I've been working on is is. Um, I, my, I just work on my own show and I really write my show for the venues that do exist right now that have popped up over the last like five years, which is stuff like mystique dining and Chicago, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chicago magic lounge and the house of cards and the magic castle and smoke and mirrors. And, like those places didn't exist 10 years ago in America. And, and there is a blessing there. Correct. Yeah. They're, and they're growing. It's so yeah. uh, maybe without COVID, they keep growing more and more. Hopefully that, trend continues and yeah they're Did definitely you say the c word on our podcast you're gonna kill our ratings man is that a problem <clears throat> they're on my radar for sure moving into this year i'm eyeballing it, all of those food. places to go put in a, a show or two yeah yeah so like i thoroughly enjoy working on my show which you know i'm i'm not working like corporate stuff or birthday parties or anything like that i tune my show for those venues, uh, I saw the, the picture of um, the picture of Mystique Dining. It was like back in November, I think, mm -hmm. uh, of you performing there, and it looked it looked beautiful, and it was yeah. like a, a seated dining experience from memory. There was like a fireplace and yeah, yeah. Setup. Can you talk about that performing sure. experience there? What what is your responsibilities as the magician? At it's a great Dining? it's a great venue. Um, it's owned by a guy Terry Commons, and he's mm -hmm. an old magician storyteller magician. He created this venue. So the, the dining table that you're talking about, it's, it's interesting because you might not see it on the photos, but it is cut at like a lot. It's not square. It's not rectangle. It's the, the sides are cut at an angle. So people aren't like turning their necks to look down the table. It's kind of people are sat at an at a angle there. Um, so their experiences, it's about a $75 to $120 ticket, depending on what city you're in. It comes with a five-course meal. It's all very... It's, upscale um and then at the end of the five course meal the magician comes out and does a 50 minute magic show um and it depending on which venue you're in there's some that have about 18 seats and the others have about 32 i think is the most uh, they have some cocktail tables along the side that's super intimate then 
Yeah, it's great. It's somewhere between close up and parlor. Like you have this mm-hmm. gorgeous close up mat in front of you, and it makes you want to do like a matrix, but you kind of can't because it's a little too far away. Um, yeah. But uh, like cups and balls and things like would play just that's like the that's the sweet spot for stuff like that. That room. Talking to the right it, guy. Yeah. Is there magic yeah. happening before the show? Do they have any close up going on or anything like that? Not really. Um, they do turn multiple shows a night. So like it's kind of a. You know, um, Here we are. they're trying to get it in and out, but there's a couple of guys. Ooh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'd do cups and bowls there. Yeah, that is the uh, king of the, the table. One. I think cups that's the one in Folsom. So, yeah, they, they move that throne out of the way and you just stand there. I mean, people are there <laughs> to see a magic show, they're true laymen, they don't know, you know, they don't know who they're seeing, and the great people work there. I mean. I was just there, but I think Jared Kopf was asked after me. Oh, like I, man, I just saw Jared in Florida. I yeah. think he changed my life. Like, <laughs> I swear, what a talent he is! Such a passion for the art, and like, yeah. I mean, but really, when, when really, that's a the. In my opinion, an artist is someone who makes you change, and he did that for me last weekend. So, uh, speaking of cups and balls, mm. managed to get my hand oh. on these. Uh, these beautiful Sherwood classic copper mm. combo set. I don't make these anymore. They don't make cups like this anymore, man. <laughs> beautiful. You know, Jared yeah. talked about that trick for about an hour without really teaching anything. <laughs> you know, he, he talked about the, the vanish sequence and how mm. to make that work and what a just uh, talking about the Bosco sequence. Talking about Jared. Well, yes, and how he Beautiful. solved it for himself, which mm. he changed completely. Well, I know he just got done doing a whole month there, so I'm sure he just he probably just figured out whatever he was talking about at the lecture. You know, because uh, <laughs> I think having those opportunities was hard ten years ago to find like those stretch runs that you could do for thirty days. You know. To get that time in to, yeah. to construct a fifty-minute show, multiple where do you shows do 50, a night. Where do you do fifty minutes? I know, you know that's hard. for the public. Yeah. Nowhere. So those those are very valuable to me. Those, streets, those you're right that's, on the streets, that's one of, that's like a one man. Of the spots. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's one of the reasons I recommend street performing all the time. Omegle, right? You can get it done. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Omegle. Yeah, that's how, that's how Sean does magic. Got good. <laughs> You know, Sean does magic on that on that note. He's like, um, he's interesting to me because when he first started, I wasn't a fan. Uh, gradually, I've, he's grown on me a little bit. You know, he's not. He's definitely not as bad as he used to be. He's interesting. I don't know. Content, is he amigo guy. Content's or? better, and he's uh, uh, Sean. Sean does magic. Twenty he has million. 20, yeah, twenty oh, wow. million followers. Yeah, he's. I'm he's, the one uh, person that doesn't know him. Okay. He's a young wow. guy, right? He's a young. Like, is he eighteen yet or nineteen? He's super no, he's young. He's twenty now. He's twenty. Oh, he's twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess he's it's a bigger guy, a little awkward. So not like your uh, cookie cutter magician, right? It's mm. uh, sure. definitely a unique personality. One you know, of those Nick, guys see, who you know, yeah, transcended. See, you guys should just fight. If you guys I said one word, I'm done. Now I have to say more. I'm <laughs> stopping talking. I was just going to ask our guest. Um, since since you know all of this virtual magic has begun, have you noticed an influx in products that are based on to the camera? <sighs> not not really. Um, I know that there was a lot of like virtual stuff that was like put out over the last couple of years, but I don't think that it was any more or less popular than anything else uh, that comes out. Um, what about like social media magic? That I would say um, I, there's things that I would have thought uh, were kind of 
kind of hokey and just like, like just no a, something that you it. know would go right into the drawer mm. uh, that have done well. And it doesn't mean it's a bad trick or anything like that. It's just it has a venue now where it really didn't before. A lot of those things yeah. before were just like those one second moments that would happen in like Rocco's act, right? Among 900 mm. other things that were going down, he would bring out the you know, the, the, the playing card that turns into a watch, you know, because uh, that's exactly <laughs> so what that trick that would have trick. been 10 I'm so years sick ago. of seeing that trick. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, you know, a trick like that is um, something that is more popular now. I think people mm. specifically look for those things that are less than nine seconds and uh, can, can match a social media. They don't even care what the effect is. It's just new content that they can put on their reel. So we do have like a little bit more of a favor for that stuff now when we're looking at submissions. Like there was one that got submitted the other day that was a little bit of a stretch, like this crazy elastic flappy card that looks torn up and then you drop it and it restores. But it had a couple of unique things there. And I was like, well, 10 years ago, this wouldn't have sold. But right now, I you know, I, I guess it has a reason to be published. So why not? So One of our viewers, Vipul Vatsayan, I hope I'm saying that right. I might be butchering it. But yeah, hey, Nick, you are exposed to so much magic tricks and, and acts. How do you stop yourself from including oh. new ideas in your show all the time? It's, How do you go about that? The, do you find so it difficult or do you find that you just you have a specific taste in magic already? The hardest thing was Penguin Live, the lectures, when they were really going from 2013. Even, I mean, they're still going. but The golden when, years. Yeah, when I was filming those weekly – you know, because they were every week, every Sunday, there was a new magician mm. that has flown to Columbus and we're filming them. And it's just like, it's crazy because every week you are exposed to new ideas, right? And by top tier guys, right? Yeah, so you're by, getting cream of the crop material. Right. So every time that you like think you have like, oh, like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to work that out. It's just how it goes, right? Next week, that person that's the expert on it comes in and then just scorches your idea to death you know you're like oh god it'll never be that good oh okay <laughs> so it's like it, it goes in waves it's like self-defeating and it's it's i used to ask people like when they would come to penguin be like hey if you were me in my position where you had all this information coming at you all the time like what would you do you know because mm. it, it it actually it it, it it's hard it, it bleeds into your uh, it's a great question it's um I, I never, I never. Is there, asked, is there yeah. standouts in all those years? Like, is there a few guys that you would say were? It's all. So, so please tell us who. <laughs> There's so many, um, but mostly I love, I love magic shows. Right. So when we okay. started doing the show in, yeah. in conjunction with Penguin Live, the magicians that would show up and kill the show. I mean, I don't even care what magic they were doing. I just thought they were always the best. And there's just so many of them that would, you know, I had no, a lot of people, I, I love the guys that I had no idea who they were and then they would show yeah. up and they were, they were pro fun to hang wow. out with, happy to be there and then just go in rock the room and then, mm -hmm. you know, put on a good lecture the next day, but you know, they'd be nervous as hell the whole time. But yeah, it was, it's, it's yeah. those are my favorite. Um, it's a great format. I think doing, doing the act and yeah. offering, that's a, a mm. smart way to do it and to let people yeah, I think that was my favorite part. I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm more of a fan of watching uh, performances and like listening to theory over learning sure. tricks. If that makes sense. Yep. I, yeah. You it, know that's that's just me. Yeah, it all has uh, you know it all has a home. Yeah, so it is tough because doing the show 
would force some people that shouldn't do the show, not because they're a bad magician. They have a lot to offer in other areas. It's just, unfortunately, sometimes it would, you know, they'd have to do the show. And, you know, that that's not, sometimes it's like the first time they've ever even done a stand-up show and they come to Vegas. Right. So, uh, uh, that's another, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But So um, your, your show that you do now that you're mm-hmm. <clears throat> working on, how much of that stemmed from the lectures you've seen and, and stuff like that? You know, it's, it's, to. it's been more closed off from that stuff. Um, and I, I think I've done that un, unintentionally um, because literally every time I watch something, I'm like, oh, I should do that. Oh, I should do that. And it's just impossible <laughs> to get it in. Um, and I think over time, what you find is you guys can all relate. It's just, it's the stuff that I learned first that just turns out to be the, the stuff that you end up doing most, most you do, time. do what I'm doing mm. and just focus on short form magic videos. You just learn a new trick every day and move on. From it. That's all <laughs> yeah, post it, yeah. post it, be done with it. Then yeah. maybe like five months later, you run out of ideas. So you just make it again. <laughs> I have that problem. Cause my job is to learn whatever the new trick is that's coming out. Um, I have seen your, you, you know, I, just the last couple of days you've started appearing on my feeds. I guess it was on TikTok. I saw you yesterday in a beautiful, what were you doing on that? TikTok? That $2 bill trick. Oh yeah. Great yeah. shot. It was a beautiful TikTok. Is this new for you or is it something you've been doing? Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's, um, so we just have been making a bigger push at putting a lot more, um, of our As you should. So, yeah, of course. You got, you got it. Yeah, so it's it's all structured. Like, I mean, obviously, I could choose whatever tricks yeah, I want Patrick to put on Coon, there. But that one, that two dollar bill trick. Yeah, so, but just, uh, yes, it's a Patrick Coon trick uh, yeah, called yeah, Reach. Yeah, yeah. So the whole the whole look of the TikTok was spot on. You know, the, yeah, you know, yeah. We have a great guy, Josh Josh Birch. Um, who I spoke uh, with him briefly, so we've talked a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's very knowledgeable. A lot of people don't realize that uh, Josh was. I mean, whatever you might think about the early Rick Lax tr- uh, videos, I you know I always loved them. The think of a number stuff. A lot of that was uh, with Josh. Uh, Josh oh. was kind of the um, oh. planning a lot of that stuff. So okay. Josh, yeah, I didn't know you were involved with that. He's got a big oh, yeah. heavy uh, <laughs> social media. Yeah, that Josh. Yeah, little, little social media resume, Josh Birch out there. Nice. On your website, your skills are listed as magician and video editor. (laughs) Oh, God. What is on my website? Hold on. Let me see. An international (laughs) sex symbol? How long have you had that one up there for? Oh, that's an old site. Um, (laughs) um, So I guess I was going to ask, like, with your workload, what percentage is is magic and what is video editing? It's uh, probably... It's like 50-50. These days, it's bled a lot more into just video, like YouTube videos and things, because we're filming all these like top 10 videos. And so it might be 70-30 filming and then 30% video editing. um, Are you more involved with Eric Tate now and the podcast end of things? I've seemed like I've heard, or maybe I've just seen you guys together on the YouTube channel. Yeah, we're on, we're on camera all the time together. Um, I'm on the podcast every episode, just talking about some, some trick. Um, Okay. Eric's. I I listened to you guys all the way. I went to, when I went to Florida, I must've listened to 10 penguin (laughs) podcasts. Eric is so good, right? He's like, yeah. Yeah, Eric's, made for, yeah, Eric's and, great. Um, it's a great format the way you guys handle. What is the pod? Let's promote it. What's is the what's the I name think of it's it? pod? Well, it's the Penguin Magic Podcast. I think it's podcast.penguinmagic. Yeah, podcast.penguinmagic.com. There's been some great guests on there. I mean, wow. I mean, <laughs> some really <laughs> strong guys. Right. Well, so my website, Josh, I 
I'm like in a flex state where I, I really don't know how to define myself. And well, I, I know where I'm going with it eventually here, but it's um, mm. like, I've j- basically learned that Nick LaCapo is the, is the magic instructor. He works for Penguin. He makes instructional videos and teaches magic and all that yep. stuff. My performing name needs to change at some point soon. So I'll have it. It'll be completely separate. And it's mostly because mm, of like, um, yeah, it, well, there's a few reasons. One, my last name is like impossible for MCs to say, um, <laughs> which oh, is always Yeah, I had it wrong. La Capo. Yeah. La Capo. Yeah. And, what are you uh, going are with? You, are you going with you, the I and I, Nagini? I mean, that's no. a shoe in, right? <laughs> well, I think you, you guys let me know what you think. But La Capo is actually like, it's a pretty badass name because it, it means the is. boss in Italian. So Ooh. overseas, I've always like I've noticed a little difference like in how they say it and like like how they say it. You know, like wow, mm. okay. And it, like I've kind of connected the dots because they know what mm. it means, right? Here, when you read this on paper, it's like Lacapo, Locapo, Locat. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm thinking so of is going that, go for is it. That, is that where your website, your other website, is like something like Boss Magic or Show Boss or something? Oh like yeah, that. yeah. So those are domains that I've just like. Um, at some point I'm going to transition to. Yeah. I think my name will be my first and middle name, which would be Nicholas James, also known as the boss. Right. So you just call me the boss because the mystique would rather book, book the boss than Nick Lacapo. And if you look him up, he's teaching magic and yeah, I mean, it's fine and everything, but it's not, mm. it's not the, it's not the look that go. I want to want to give Nick, Nick the, the boss. That's Oscar's <laughs> recommendation. Yeah. I was thinking like Nick boss, like it was kind of like a, that's like a pop star name though. But uh, <laughs> yeah, boss, boss man, Nick. Boss. Anyway, that's uh, that's why that says like Nick teaches that stuff because eventually I'll have a different site for um, my performance stuff. Mm. So when you're when you you know Penguin Magic has such a large catalog now, mm-hmm. would you say you're in touch with like the effects that are on? I there? am. I. I I wasn't before COVID, uh, but I am now. Crazy enough, uh, we've had that's to talk in- about a lot of magic since then. <laughs> you know, that's really interesting. So I'd love to uh, test this out with a little. They're guys. They and, do magic. Uh, I- they are the magic guys. Let me just hit the wrong intro. That's all good. So this game, The Price Is Right Magic Edition, we've gone ahead and found effects from Penguin Magic. Mm. And we're going to guess the price, okay? So, Oh, no, it, okay. This is fantastic. Price is, so, uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> so, for, so, for example, mm. the charge card, seemingly charge your phone in seconds. If you US. had to, without, now, obviously, honest yeah, code, yeah. we're not going to Google them. Oh, I, I don't need to, yeah, I know the price of this one. I, oh, do I was okay. just looking at this. I think it's $20 US. At uh, twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with twenty. Yeah. Oh, 1995. 1995, Yeah, that was close. Pretty good. That was, that was I was thinking close. of Australian prices. You were one yeah. third yeah. off. Oh, no, this <laughs> one it's not close. One Card third through away. window by mm. Peter Egging. So Peter's it's too much. That's yeah, the Peter's, price. Peter's got a lot. Of, his stuff is a little bit more pricey. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't know the price of this. Nine ninety five. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, like seventy five dollars. I'm going 190. You didn't what? let me get it in. Uh, sorry, it was sorry. going there. Sorry, Doug, but you were on your way. You were on your way. I sorry, right. I'll, I'll wait for uh, I'll wait for everyone's uh, answer. Okay, okay. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, I don't uh, even know. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. E three. I don't so even know this. 
What costs more, putting a card through a window or predicting time? This, this, this one's about uh, about. I mean, is that a, about, is that like I'm a going a, same price? American two hundred. Is that like an electric price. pen and stuff? Uh, this has got to be three hundred dollars. So three hundred dollars, one ninety five. And Jace, you said I said two hundred ish. Two hundred. All right, let's have a look. Two fifty. Two fifty. So who who had the uh, the middle ground there? Well, both me and uh, Nick here. We went the opposite ends, but mm, we need right. Doug. That's the main thing. Yeah. Suck it, Doug. Price is right. I can't Ooh, go over, is. right? You got to be close. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah, that's true. That's true. So Nick got it. <laughs> okay. No, he went over. He oh, lost. No. Ah, okay. Okay. So Jace is the winner. Oh, the magic yay. bulb lights up at your command. Are we Sounds buying like this on Amazon? Oh. Where are we buying? 50 yeah, bucks. We, we should, this is a little vague here. Like there's, there's versions of this yeah. that might cost more. Yeah, like ten dollars. So this is a, an inexpensive version. All right, oh. I'm going ten bucks. Okay, so is it Ali, AliExpress inexpensive yeah, or is it Amazon inexpensive? Nine ninety five. Yeah. If you had to guess, Doug, just you know. Okay, I'm buying this for two ninety five on AliExpress. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, ten bucks. Nick there got it go. on the head. Move. Nice. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. What smudged? Alexander. Smudged. Smudge the Sharpie logo into the name of a selected playing card. Oh, this is kind of like the Richard Sanders one, but a little different. Um, yeah, this is like this is like a thirty dollar trick. Yeah, this is in the back shelf. Thirty dollars of, of Magic Shops are selling it for like. Well, it's pounds, right? So Alzheimer's is always in pounds. So this is going to be like thirty three dollars. Forty-one, forty-one fifty. Ooh, a bit pricey. wrong. It's because of the thickness of the box. That's why they've added. Mm. It's obviously because of the DVD. Oh, yeah. dress code. Right. Wow. A classic. Forty-nine ninety-five. You know, this classic. is a funny one, guys, because you know, like, you can't really Ooh, I just change got a subscriber. The, you can't change the price of magic tricks, right? Like, you can't mm. do it. It's uh, magicians get really upset if you change the price of a magic trick. This came out it was really expensive, and now it's kind of like not the same price. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Forty nine ninety five. I think it's I think it's like thirty bucks or something. I'm gonna go check. twenty bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Nick, Nick, seventy bucks when it came out. I think was it that much? I think so. Wasn't wow. it originally on Theory Eleven? If I remember correctly, yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was a lot. I bought it. Ah. Yep, I, I I made it up. Ooh, card into frame. Signed card that? appears in photo frame. Is that Magic Ink? Who is that? Team. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's Magic Ink. Hmm. Signed card. Ink. Actually, I, ma does Magic Ink even produce things? Is that? I got a use for signed card in photo frame. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen this product. Uh, let's go uh, forty dollars. I'm going fifty nine ninety five. Forty nine ninety five. Nick's got it. Thirty. Jeez, not you haven't lost touch with the common man. This is great. This is <laughs> see. Okay, mental. One hundred and fifty US Sharpie. Is this electronic? One hundred and fifty US. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's go ninety nine dollars. Oh, one twenty five. So. Little, yeah, I was little, skipped. Little I'm money. over here trying to do math, and you skip me again. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. Just uh, you know, I'll go a little. Though. You got to be quick. What, what is math? Is hard. Math is what's, hard. 
What's the magic line? I'll go a little slower. You go a little faster. What is this trick? Lightning box. Yeah. Signed card to book. Josh is at home making up labels and tricks. This is the real tricks. He's like, it's a lightning box. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't a trick? (laughs) Hey, these are in the archive. I mean, is it even a gimmick or is it just a box? Like, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a gimmick. It's the sure I'm shot kidding. dice box reimagined. $15. Okay. $15. Yeah, looking at it, what would you? Sixteen ninety five. No, I think I think it's twenty nine ninety five. It's got a what? What? Yeah. <laughs> that is outrageous. Why? What is that? That, that is, is criminal. Uh, that is a criminal amount. One hundred and eighty nine dollars. I can't believe it. I think it I'll either. just stick. I think I'll just stick with the mint tin. <laughs> yeah, the card's not included though. Oh what? S- Cinemental. Reveal any movie uh, under test conditions. Open prediction that the participant fifteen bucks. Thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, this is gonna go twenty nine ninety five. Fifteen bucks. Oh. All right. So this time there's three bonus rounds here, but the bonus rounds look like this. So there's three items, and you just have to gauge what is uh, cheapest to most expensive. Cheapest okay. to most expensive. Um, yeah. I think I think the most expensive is the fire wallet, and then it's uh, the Brent Braun is the middle, and then I balance is the cheapest. I agree with that. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's I balance is the cheapest. Then the, I don't know what FPS wallet costs. I think the fire wallet's sec- uh, the middle. And the, oh yeah, the FPS, wallet's, that FPS wallet's like sixty bucks. I'm, I'm going to reevaluate my answer and go with Nick. He knows what he's talking about anyway. Wow. Should have stuck with Jason. Should have stuck, stuck with stuck me, with Doug. Oh, Backstabbing wow. son of a bitch. Wow. <laughs> FPS. Oh, that's oh, the coin Brent, wallet. Brent's going cheap on the oh, FPS. Well, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's it's the a coin. FPS. Coin no, hold on. You lost. You coin betrayed wallet. me. You stabbed me mm. in the back, and you lost. <laughs> that that's is you. a bad representation of an FPS wallet. Well, hang on, hang on, Doug. You can hey. see the coin, right? You can see the indentation <laughs> of the coin. <laughs> No, no. I, all I see is black on black. As I was, I was actually looking yeah. at those pictures today. I was oh, reviewing to those pictures, savers, buddy. and I thought this: mm. who who let Brent Braun's go product? To spec savers. Listen, who let this product get through shooting black on black? It's a horrible it's representation. Oh my! <laughs> no, it's gold and silver. Can't you tell? <clears throat> all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. All right, round two of the special edition. Sudden Deck, Spongeballs, Deadly Spongeballs cheapest, Deadly Marked, Middle, and then Sudden Deck, most expensive. So Spongeballs are 22. Sudden Deck is 30. And I don't know what this other thing is. Deadly Marked Deck? Uh, This is going to be a tough one. It might be somewhere in the middle. Um, Actually, the Deadly... my answer. Yeah, maybe the Deadly... cheapest, Sudden Deck, most expensive. Well... If this little deadly marked deck is twenty bucks, it's the cheapest. So yeah, I'll go deadly marked deck, SpongeBob, sudden deck. Okay, the tricky one. Sixty-five buckaroonies. Can you believe that? Sixty-five buckaroonies, man. I nailed that twenty-two though. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's no like sense to any of the pricing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this this I'm screwed. Uh, Executive wallets, wave by Marco. Over on and then gum to anything. Gum to anything. anything so I could turn that into a Lamborghini. Literally anything. This is going to be. Oh, yeah. Go, go. I, it's going to be gum to anything. Executive wallet e wave. 
I, I don't yeah, even know what E-Wave is, but I it's Mark it, Over. It's expensive. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that too. E-Wave looks expensive because it's a big old stage prop by the looks of it. So yep. yeah, gum gum cheapest, wallet second, E-Wave expenses. expenses. Doug, have you weighed in yet? I don't want to. I agree. I agree with everyone. Ooh, what a way to end. Everyone is correct. Look at us go. All right. And that, my friends, is the Price is Right Magic Edition. Amazing. Nice. Well done, everyone. Oh, Nick. Nick with the six cents uh, for magic prices. Oh, God. (laughs) Hard to price stuff. Price whisperer. It's hard. It's hard to price <laughs> Old things. Price whisperer Nick over here. Huh? Yeah. Well done to everyone in the comments as well, guessing. Uh, there are some people who are very surprised, some people learning about effects for the first time. Yeah, I'm going to look up that photo frame, actually. I... <laughs> yeah, you just I've, get on the phone. Hey, uh, I've, I've worked I... on methods for that. So. <laughs> this is curious great. what the hot tricks are right now, Nick. Like if you're from the ABC prop. deck by Spidey. Yeah, I haven't gotten my hands on that one yet because um, it's like a Murphy's thing. Um, uh, well, I, some of the Roddy McGee stuff is is really great. You know what's a great trick, too, is um, The Moment by Andy Nyman. Uh, Ooh. That's oh, something. Can you the explain that plot? I've heard people mention that trick, but I don't it's, know what It's happens. nothing that you're, you wouldn't be familiar with, It's but uh, essentially you bring out – do I have it here? I don't. Um, you bring out these two sets of cards that are um, they're circus-themed. They're like 1950s circus-themed cards. All so right. they have these like really cute pictures on them. Uh, one is like a red side set and one's a blue set. They, they have a free choice of what set they want to use, and then they get mixed up. Uh, that ultimately what it does is it allows you to kind of answer that question. When did, like, how did you get started in magic with a really charming story? Um, the two packets the- end up matching after you've shuffled them a bunch of times and, you know, you got some, well, that, that, that sentence you just said was a good sentence, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, you know, if tricks could be sold that way instead of here's the, here's the effect. Yeah. Well, think, here's I- the moment your audience remembers. Well, what, what what you're really buying there is like the props and the story and just the routining of yeah. Andy. Um, and the, well, he's a smart one. Yeah, because like the trick is one that you could do with a deck of cards, uh, especially if you were to watch the full routine. You could probably work it backwards and you'd be like, okay. But with those cards, it's just so much more charming. Um, yeah. There's also, and I, I'm still practicing it, um, but um, and I have no idea if it's going to like, coming in and out of focus here, but this guy, this guy from um, Roddy McGee. So he created this trick where you would, um, you kind of explain to somebody how, you, how magicians make coins appear. Right. And he kind of goes into some sort of thing where you actually pluck the atoms out of midair and you form it piece by piece. So you'd reach out and you'd grab like, uh, a little that, yeah, piece, of, it, the little piece of coin the and you, uh, you can actually make a coin. It's going to focus on my uh, let me go to. Yeah, you got to put your hand in front of your face so you can block. Let me uh, let me switch to manual here, and we'll. Um... Okay, so that's the. Um, let me not come in and out. So then you would uh, you'd find another piece of you know something out in midair, right? You'd grab it, and then you come back and you'd start to build this coin one piece at a time, Ooh. right? And then you're going to kind of like reach across your body because you see another piece like over here. So you grab it. But this is the this is the part that I wanted you guys to see. So you grab another piece, right? You come over here to the coin and then it just magically. <laughs> what? So that's a uh, it's a hot little. 
hot little coin gimmick. Actually, I have the packaging. What? All right, there you go. Half a coin here, and if I just give it a little rub like this, oh, oh, it's oh. a full coin. Look at that. How'd you do that? Yeah. What was that, man? Look, you can grab it, you rip it in half. Magic. Oh, sorry. No, let me uh, bring you back again. No, I, I, I don't know. There's just this tr this trick here. Um, I think I, I love Roddy's stuff. It's just so clever, and um, mm. he's one of those guys that you, you get the the little bit of a story thing too with it because he actually goes out and does all this stuff and Beautiful. creates it, which is just really great. So. Mm. Yeah, little oh, door. That's a good one. Yeah, little door. He's got a lot of hits. Puzzled is another trick that just came up by him, which oh, yeah. is really great. Um, I've been putting up more Raven stuff. Uh, yeah, I've noticed uh, that. That's on hey. my radar. I'm looking. I've never had a Raven, and I'm looking to get one in my hand. <laughs> yeah, you have a, what is the? There's a coin, uh, the mint or something like that. That's. I think you've made it. Check. I think you've made it cool again, Nick. Well, thanks, man. I, I mean, it was already cool. So yeah. it's just like. I remember getting the gecko back in the day instead of the oh yeah the raven. Just really, it's so good for social media, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the perfect vanish for that. Situation. It really is. It really is. Um, yeah, it's it's the same one. It's just uh, just put the work in on it, you know, because there's some moves you can do with a raven that you just didn't know existed before. Because because before all you got was a little piece of paper, mm. you know, and it just kind of had a couple things on there. But uh, did you craft this uh, a raven project? Is that uh, is this something that you've put together or? So Penguin ended up purchasing the Chaz Pro line. And, okay. Um, all right. So like th this is my, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky to do what I do. I, I mean, I just love it because like I get an email that says, hey, Nick, we just bought. Uh, yeah, all the, all the all the Chaz Pro stuff. We need mm. you to like make make a demo for the Raven, you know. But like that's my yeah, it's great. Mm. Okay, you on it, right? So, what need, I love need the any more of... demo magicians. <laughs> <laughs> so Jace, yeah, Jace, uh, how many millions are you up to on TikTok now? Just the one, uh, almost one point five. Mm. Ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. One point five mil, yeah. Doug, and you're at one hundred k. I'm like, I'm like a a touch off one. Oh, I just got another subscriber. Nice. I'm like a touch off 100k there. Yeah, that little cat on my screen there. That's that's the uh, that's the symbol that says I got a subscribers. Yeah, I dare say the three top uh, magic demonstrators are on this podcast right now, <laughs> and I'm here. I, I but, am um, expanding my skit this week. I've ordered thousands of dollars of new magic to put on Conjure.com, and we'll be doing considerable more pitching as the year goes on. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, bringing some shenanigans to magic conventions, even like, why not? Why? I can yeah, pitch why magic. Not? It's one of my job skills and I like right. going to magic conventions. So why not make them pay for it? Especially <laughs> if you're going to lecture at these conventions yeah, I, anyway. I, the way I'm looking at it, it's a triple threat. I get a dealer booth, a lecture, and I do a show. You guys get everything you need and I get to make money and every, everybody's happy. Yeah. Which Nick, are the top five penguin lectures according to you, Nick? Oh, it's like a good friend. Impossible, ooh. impossible question. Um, uh, you, you know, kind like, of skirted this earlier. I asked you for a couple names. You didn't give. Sure. Them, no, I mean, well, I can give you some, and it's Will, like, Williamson's got to be in there. That's what, of course, huh? But yeah, and you know what? Like, I don't actually have Williamson in my top five. Not because it's not great. It's just that my, there's just nothing in there for me. You know, it's it's yeah, super fun to watch, and yeah. like, there's tons of great card magic and everything. But, um, like, uh, it, I've probably done every card trick on Jason Dean's lecture. Um, hmm. All right, Jason, interesting name. All right, yeah. Um, 
you know, like another lecture I, I, I watch a lot and, and it's and he, the magic he does is nothing that I would ever do. But, um, <laughs> J Scott Barry, I look, mm. I look at his lecture all the time for, really? for like sonata gimmick technique and thumb tick technique. If I'm like working on a bill vanish or something, I, I remember meeting him there. at the shark hotel in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's I based mean, out here in, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't be any further apart, you know, from, from magic style. But uh, when it comes to <laughs> that type of stuff, I was like, wow, that guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, S- seeing his work with a sonata with like the sponge balls or like silks is just crazy. Mm. Crazy. You know, I didn't know anything about mentalism when I first kind of started in, in at Penguin. So I got real inspired by Bob Cassidy. His lectures are great. Mm. Um, Jan Forrester, fantastic. Mark Paul, unbelievable. Mark Elsden, like his lectures, great. Um, so the, like those that line of stuff because it gets so themed, right? You could be like, what's the best like coin lecture, and like what's the mm. best. I've heard a lot of people mention the Carissa Hendricks lecture. Yeah, in yeah, the last I mean, uh, year or so. Yeah, because if I you're looking the, uh, at, yeah, go go for it. you go. Well, if you're looking for like work on, I want to, I want to progress in my stand-up show, and you want to learn more about possibly like improving and ad-libbing a little bit, like with your magic. There's no better lecture, right? But are you going to learn the newest, uh, you know, double lift there? No, you know. Yeah, it's all what you're here for, right? And this mm-hmm. is the beauty of our art. There's so many, as Eugene so said, stuff. so many rooms in the house mm. of magic. Mm. When I was when I was really trying to get into professional magic, uh, Shimshi was actually the one that helped me the most business-wise. Yeah, uh, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, Shimshi, huh? and that's one I forget about. Yeah. You know, um, I love thread work stuff. I do a ton of thread mm. work stuff, and he's got a, a whole thing in there because now I'm like, oh, i got to go back and watch that because I forgot that yeah. he does a floating uh, credit card, I think, in there. On the palm of his hand? Is that the one on so, the palm of his hand where it stands up in the corner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. around hard. the body from the spectator's hand to your hand. Something, um, yeah. Animated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, he was. And I'm the one. worst for threads. <laughs> I just cannot use them. I break them so quick. They just Dang. don't work for me. I guess an, you another do, guy. You do a mean hover card, don't you? Can me, we talk yeah. you into doing that too? Would you? Is that? Uh, I, don't, uh, I guess you probably can't with that setup. Huh? That's not quite a get ready moment. Yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, I open, I, my, I open my stand-up show with the the floating card. So. Beautiful! Uh, wow. Mm. It's a good choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's his name? There's a street magician in Hollywood that used to do that. I can't remember his name. He did a lecture on your thing there. Oh, Chris, Chris um, Randall. That's it. Chris Randall. Yeah. Yeah. He's, man, he was really good with that hover card. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. He used I used to I, sell I, the light flight Perry Maynard strip with the led ball. Mm-hmm. Doug, I recommend you look up uh, Chris Randall doing the hover card, man. He's, he's got some work on it, man. He is so yeah. smooth with that well, thing. A lot of those moves, I, I kind of had to do like a, history deep dive on it. it's it's an interesting card plot but a lot of those moves that he does nobody else does them anymore because yeah. the other people that could do them none of them are magicians they're all you know they they worked at houdini's magic shop and then they just moved on with life right they yeah. they're probably mm. actors or something else but chris is one of the only people that can even do the um the the stand like he stands still and the card goes completely 360 around his body. If I'm not mistaken, Bob Hummer actually attached that gimmick to the top of his head. Did, have you, did you read this? Yeah. Well, like research. Um, the original stuff, like I, I'm thinking like, like Billy McCombs got a pretty good write up on it about it in his, in his book. Oh, okay. Um, 
it was just a gag way back in the day. Like it was just like a thing that they would kind of just do. It yeah. wasn't the like high a jump, f- like a jumping flower or something. Yeah. Like that, right? It wasn't the high flying thing, the whole like okay. show off thing before all of that. Um, so if it was on the top of the head, I guess that's probably pretty smart if you had it like on the top of a hat or something, cause you could kind of get it out and ahead of I, you. But I'd actually heard he had something glued literally on his head. That yeah. was like not on a hat, but yeah, uh, this this could be bad memory. I'm going back. No, it, it is there. And I'm, and I'm thinking of like some, some big stage manipulation guy, like the times that I've seen it done on some of those card manip videos. Um, you can tell it's definitely attached to something that's almost above their head or yeah. like, you know, if they have yeah. something else on stage, it's kind of attached to that. Anyway, I don't remember where we're going with that, but <laughs> oh, we, were just, well, you, we were talking about penguin lectures and we led into that. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah, speaking yeah. Of like, Chris how Randall, do you though, even he, speaking of Chris Randall? He has this amazing thing that he did with the two linking ring routine. Sure. Where he had a he had a chair built to hold out a ring yeah, so he could switch. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the action of like shifting the chair, he would switch a regular ring for the, the sexy ring. You know. What yeah, I'm saying? he's he's a talented guy. Um, he. Uh, one of those. This isn't a street usually, show. <laughs> yeah, a street show. Yeah, I mean, uh, but uh, he's been at FISM a few times for America, mm. and uh, which is coming up this summer. You guys should go to that. Oh, you, wow. you get into Canada pretty easily, right? Uh, not right now. In Australia, we're pretty pretty strict. Here. We're not allowed to do anything. So, yeah, I think I was allowed to leave the house yesterday. It was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> So wow. you've been doing no shows, Jason? Have you not been doing no, I've been, any busking? In, in, in the new year, honestly, uh, in December, I worked really hard. I had a lot of mm-hmm. gigs and a lot of stuff. In in January, I've just I've only worked like maybe three days so far. Mm. I just I just wanted to take a bit of time off and and I, I haven't uh, been out the street perform once. So yeah, I, I, I went out one day and turned the car around. I got COVID, freaked out. So. Mm. Yeah, I caught COVID from a New Year's Eve gig. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, that was the deal. It was a week before the convention. I'm like, I'm not going to go out in this massive humanity before I'm about to travel to Florida. It just didn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nick, before we were live, you were chatting a little bit about people uh, submitting effects to Penguin Magic and stuff like that. What advice would you have for the guys watching that have an idea and they're like, oh, I should share this with Penguin Magic? Like, Sure. Advice uh, or things have you noticed that maybe people could make? Yeah, no, it's a it's a great question. Um, you really have to. So if you have a trick that you that you're thinking like, hey, I wonder if I should put this out, or you think it's an original idea or, or whatever, um, you can submit it to Penguin. It's uh, I think it's just PenguinMagic.com/partner or something like that. It's, there's a little button that says uh, "Want to hatch an idea" or something on there. Yeah, hatch a great new trick. Uh, it's right underneath the top twenty. Anyway. One of the biggest mistakes like people make is you, what you got to understand is that you're, you're submitting a video to people that are going to watch the trick and like analyze it. So what, and we watch a lot of them every day, you know? Um, and unfortunately this, you know, th- you can find great stuff in there, but it's, it can be very painful to, uh, to watch this, uh, <laughs> this, this queue of videos, but it, it, that means it's very easy to stand out among this queue of videos as well. So if you have a great idea, you know, I, I could recommend to you to just get to it. You know, we don't need to know the history or how it came about or, you know, even what you do, who you are and what you do. You can put that after the trick. Show us the trick, right? Just just, just get to the trick. You don't even have to worry about <laughs> presentation all that much because what 
the presentation can come after. We need to know that it's like a method that is going to be appealing to people. And like, maybe it depends on what genre of trick it is, but just, just get to the trick. It's the biggest, biggest thing I could say. It's just, 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 just shut up and show us the trick. Basically. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's amazing because it'll be so easy for you to stand out in the submission process. It really would be. Um, also just don't cut or anything like that. I mean, we don't care that your top change sucks or anything. None of that matters, you know? So, um, just, just be bold with your idea and just send it in. Um, that's, a, that's some of the biggest advice I can give you. Um, and be prepared to, to hear the word no as well. Everybody hears no. So 50 no percentage? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's great advice. And what percentage is card magic that's coming in? 70. <laughs> I'd say it's, it's gone More. down, I would say, but it, it's, it's got to be the majority. Yeah, but I would say it's, it's changed probably over the last five years or so. Um, yeah, there's a lot more people creating good stuff right now. Well, everyone has a lot of time, don't they? On their hands. A lot more. Yeah. A lot of people like through the submission process too, are like, you know, for as much information is out there. Um, there's a lot of people that still have no idea about things that have been created before. Um, and that's fine. I mean, we're, we're, we're still here to be able to like kind of gatekeep that stuff, you know, off the magic. Do you offer guidance to creators maybe that have reinvented things? And you know, you know, the, the, like if you know, Sean Dunn, you are most likely a magic creator. Sean is one of those guys that like, if you've ever submitted magic, most likely you've had a conversation with Sean. And one of the great things about Sean is that he kind of like mentors a lot of these. um, Wonderful. Yeah. uh, Like a Kate, like, there's a lot of creators out there that are pretty relentless and like, they just want to get something. And yeah. Sean, Sean is on their team, you know, like he, he will get on your team trying to even sell me the trick, you know, it'd be like, well, <laughs> so-and-so this is like the 10th thing. This one's pretty good though, Nick, check it out. You know? <laughs> so yeah, you, Sean's a great guy to, to deal with when it comes to that stuff. I'm oh, glad I don't have to be the one to watch it all and say no to these people because jo- Sean's job is really to say no but also help people along the way, you know? No wonder, yeah. no wonder he wasn't he wasn't in the room for any of the lectures. Oh, he can't. It's hard. It's so hard. I've seen enough, man. It's so hard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see any submissions come in recently that you remember that you were just like, oh, my God? Yeah, we just saw one this morning that, um, you know, and this is a – it was a, it's just a bill change. So it's like from a blank piece of paper into a full-face bill. I'm like, wow, okay, look good. And then he showed me the met, like a, part of this was because he doesn't speak English. So he just like showed it on camera. And so it didn't have a chance to talk, I guess. Mm. And I saw the first couple parts of the gimmick and I was already ready to be like, oh, I kind of, no, not for me. But then when I saw the way that they worked, I was like, that that works. That's amazing actually. And um, yeah, so like, anything goes. I mean, uh, we, we do watch it. We, if it's Sean's kind of the first filter and then he kind of, if, if it's anything close to something, he'll send it as an email out to the team. And then we all kind of look at it and give our opinions. It just sounds like a fun drinking night, you know? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, for it, the first two years. Yeah. We have some old favorites, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good stuff in the old queue, man. Um, man, of what, which I, what a, I had to respond to somebody about a trick that I just saw. <laughs> what, what a, um, what a piece of content that would be to see like the top 10, you know, effects that didn't make it or whatever, like, like almost like a blooper reel, like, 
mm. you know, I can't believe these effects were submitted kind of thing. Another thing that the aspiring uh, creator or student doesn't have as much of these days as a, as a place to submit material, maybe to get feedback on and to generate, you know, a further progression with the effect. There used to be a lot of mm. journals and zines and things like this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the best spot for that stuff is anymore. Yeah. Right. It's a blank space. I guess there is some social media, you know, there's magic groups. Maybe that's a, um, a uh, place, you know, there's Facebook groups where exchanges go on and such. So maybe that's a spot. Yeah. Funny enough, before YouTube, it was a lot more uh, upload. Like I'm trying to like think of some of the sites that I would go to in the early 2000s that just were people uploading clips of tricks they were working on. <laughs> yeah. They had like Magic mm. Video Depot. I was part of yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of. Good. I remember the Theory 11, The Wire. And then oh, they yeah. had like the. Yeah. And then they had like the Magic that's Performance right. section as well where people were posting. Yeah, hey, they changed the game with that. That was cutting edge. <laughs> they were writing the book back in those days, no doubt. And I remember, I remember yeah. when Illusionist used to do stuff that was good. <laughs> I'm an Illusionist guy. That's that's how I even got in to magic. Did you yeah. evolve from Illusionist, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I I didn't do any magic until uh, the David Blaine Street Magic special, mm-hmm. which I that's thought he right. was real. I mean, he is real. I mean, he does. Yeah. I thought he was from another planet, right. though. Um, and it wasn't until I was in my bedroom, like watching the the show on VHS, like on repeat, and discovered that he was lifting two cards as one, which mm, blew mm. my brain out of my head. Wow! Um, so for like fifteen years, that's all I did was the tricks on the Street Magic special, the little two card money, ambitious yeah. card, great routine, um, great routine. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know you witness. could buy magic. I had no idea that it was even a thing. I just did those tricks for ten years, and then uh, then illusionists put their needle in oh, my yeah. arm and then uh, that was yeah. it yeah so we're about to wrap up shortly but any what are you working on for this year are you ready to get back into more of doing your shows yeah well, i mean out? yeah it's great i'm trying to trying to trying to figure out what the right amount of like venue performances to do is like if it's every other month or every month because i can get kind of burned out pretty quick and i i really want to enjoy those as opposed to because yeah, it's like I do it for money and everything, but I also do it because I the, just the venue so where you, where y'all shoot the live uh, lectures, the acts yeah. is that a, a layman venue? Uh, were they like it's buy a this, ticket? Y- yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a ticketed magic show that is filmed, and then the lecture happens. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah, we're gonna reopen that hopefully in the next month or so. How many seats are in? Is that? Is well, that the Keller Theater, or is that something? No, no, it's the same room that you did, Doug. When you oh, came okay, right? Were um, you there when I? Did I was not thing? there. I was right I, it was before, before I got you. There. Yeah, okay. Oh, you um, did a Penguin Live lecture. Yeah. Uh, regrettably, at the end yeah. of a two-week lecture tour after a convention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was uh, walking dead. I think, that day. I think Doug's like 2013, somewhere in there. Um, but 2012, I think. Yeah. So I wow. uh, we're That's trying to get that funny. venue back open. Um, and I've got, you know, I've got all the venues coming up. I think I'm, I'm at Keller's, which is in Erie, Pennsylvania uh, in March. Yeah. That's a fun room. And then I've got, um, me back at Mystique Dining in San Diego in April. I think I'm doing the castle in June and then pass my, pass my name to him. Will you? All right. I'll tell Jack that uh, Uncle Doug is looking for work. Yeah. Right. Doug Doug Con with a four star review, man. That's good. It, it, look, that's generous. That lecture was not a good one. Uh, story. There's, 
You got yeah, you got one negative one here. It says good performer, but <laughs> yeah, the the there's the truth. There's the there's the guy that's not paid by penguin. That's that's the title. That's the title of the thing. It's quite funny. Was that Bob uh, Possible? Uh, this is Josh uh, Josh Norbido, Australian magician. Ah, oh, yep, yep. Look, Can we, we didn't know the each other. Subject from so. that penguin lecture. <laughs> yeah. So so theaters are coming up. I'm yeah, sure you have a bunch of, there it is, of ladies uh, and content as well. Young oh, Doug yeah. Tom. Stop it. Look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus, man. Look, it was an honor to be there. You look like you look like a different man. I was a different man. You this look like a, a different man. <laughs> Ten years ago was a whole other life for me. Did, you teach, your, um, did you teach your beautiful switchblades on that lecture? You know, I didn't. I, I did oh, not. Man, no, I missed out on quality content, man. So plenty it's, of plenty of room to do another one. Did you teach yeah. your um did you teach your pip trip? Uh, did I probably probably so. Sounds but like you, there's a lot of A material that you left out of this lecture, my man. Josh, mm. get back in. When, when things open up, you just get on the horn, let me know. We'll get you out here, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll come down, I'll do it for you. I'll do a lecture on how to street perform. Especially <laughs> you, Jason. You you're like all over our penguin magic reels and stuff, so yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm a face of the magic community now. Mm. It took me a while. Love it. <laughs> I wasn't even on social media until two years ago, Nick. Do you know that? I, yeah, crazy. right. Like yeah, that's a, that's a that's a, a COVID thing, right? You just uh, got on there. And yeah. Nothing else to do, so I was like, well, did you know you had a face for this. TikTok, right? Yeah. <laughs> Same with this podcast as well. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. All yeah. of this. So all of this stuff, you know, blossomed into something fortunate, uh, mm -hmm. you know, from it, and now where he is sitting with Nick. So. Man, thank yeah, you so much for coming on. This yeah. man on our podcast, amazing. It's crazy. So all of uh, Nick's, all of Nick's links are below. You can find his Instagram and his website in the link to wherever you're watching this, whether you're listening to it on Spotify or YouTube or, or Facebook. But Nick, thank you so much again. So, ladies and gentlemen, one more time for Nick Lacapo. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.